Welcome to the Just Okay Podcast, a podcast about trying. What was just okay about your week? I just discovered. Oh, okay, good. You have an answer. What was okay about my week <laughs> right before we started Ooh. is that I have not written regularly in a while. And part of that is because I've been busy at work, which is not always the case. And I have time to write at work, usually. Right now, I have not had time. I have lots of ideas and things I want to get into and write and explore, but I just haven't really had the time or the normal time. I have time. I mean, I only need to play Candy Crush so much. Candy Crush. That's are you having like no no like just the word like triggers me. I'm like I'm playing Candy Crush. We have been talking about stutters this week more than normal. I feel like I went through a phase when I did stutter. Really? Do you remember that? Wait, you're asking me like as if you were an adult when this happened? Yes, it was. It might have been before we were like talking regularly, but I I went through a time where I was like. I had a stutter, and I, I think I played it up a little bit. I was in a bad headspace, clearly. This, yes, but, but what? Yeah, like just certain things. I would just kind of like, like it wasn't like a constant stuttering, but like start, like like I just did, like it, like starting to say something. I would just have like trouble, like getting my mouth and my brain to work together. After your dad, post, yeah, post yeah, yeah, dad's between, death, yeah. Obviously, if you don't remember it, no. post dad's death before we were talking regularly. So like from somewhere, yeah. I mean. I'm I'm just now remembering this, but I definitely had a stutter at some point. I mean, not like a pronounced where I needed therapy and stuff. Like it was just this weird thing that was happening to me. Interesting. Psychosomatic, one would say. For sure. Well, I guess stuttering is psychosomatic anyway, right? I like don't it, know. I don't know anything about it. Well, I won't, then we shouldn't speak about it. That's fair. It's a good rule in life. It's excellent rule. Um. Yeah, anyway. No, I- but the real reason Sorry. I was stuttering yes. about Candy Crush is because, <laughs> yeah. like, like, I just get all like this the, is gonna be this is gonna be today. <laughs> I just get all like the the uh, my all my heroin receptors pop up when just when, when you I start like, to just talk to about think it. about it. I'm like, oh yeah, all those beautiful colors and explosions. It's awesome. Well, <laughs> anyway, so just okay about my week was I have not written. What about you? Well, I I don't I have an answer by way of not having an answer. But what that made me think of was when we were both playing. Not Candy Crush proper, but we both have multiple variations on our phones. I only have one variation, by the way. Um, I actually only have one variation as well, because the other game is not a Candy Crush variation. It's the bubble popping game. Oh, yeah. So it's not. It's like more arcade style. I don't know why I'm calling it that. But I, my, I mean, my addiction to Candy Crush is well documented. Oh, you're so, like a professional. I'm just like a like a dabbler. Like I just have to keep having relapses. Right. You're like a true addict. I am a true addict. But it, what was great was the our ten year old looking at us point blank today and saying, "Are you guys gonna get off your phones no, 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 and no. help us?" No, she said, "Why don't you get up off your phones <laughs> and help us?" <laughs> Nothing quite like getting called out. Which was out translated by, by the Sammy channel. as Natalie just said, "Get up off your butts." Is that us. what she said? Yeah, that and we was were like, no, no, she clearly said phones. She called us straight out right. on the fact that we were both on our I phones. I like that. That's good. We need I that. liked it fine, too. My what was just okay is that everything has been better than okay. So it's not actually just okay. It's great. I have been suffering from some more, co- more, how would I describe it? I've been suffering from depression recently, but it has been more regular, more frequent, more frequent than normal. Um... I've generally been able to track things in the past and over the last two to three months, I would say it's become 
almost constant to the point that the last month, I think it was completely constant. Um, and it lifted like it does all on its own. Um, partly I think I had stopped fighting against it and was just like, okay, this is what I do now. I'm just depressed. <laughs> that's, that's what's happening. When did it lift? Do you remember? <laughs> um, excuse me, by the way. I don't know when it lifted. Is that because of our, was it because of our new therapy method? No, I don't <laughs> believe so. That sounds super like sketchy when you say it like that. No, I don't know. I had a, I had an incident a little more than a week. Oh, I guess just, a, just a week ago. Um, that was pretty sucky. And after that, I was just, I don't know. I took a different kind of control over what's happening to my mental health. Um, after that moment. And I was both conscious of the decisions that I was making and I was unconscious of the decisions I was making in this moment. But there have been some decisions that have been made in the last week and that lifted it. So like, even though the kids have been home, they only went to school. The girls only went to school Monday, Tuesday. JC only went to school on Tuesday. I have been able to maintain like perfectly even Right. And this is important to realize that it is. Totally. Oh, yeah. No, it's not. the. I mean, it can sometimes be triggered by the kids. Not triggered by the kids, but like, I I don't, also well documented, don't love being a stay-at-home mom. Don't love being around my kids a ton, which is something we will talk about as we discuss Dream Day today. Um, But... That isn't actually that is not actually the issue. No, it's, but I think it's good right. that we realize no, like, totally that you good. can clearly see this yes. is not the issue. There are other external issues yes. that are not caused by these little angels slash devils that walk around our house. Correct. So I don't know, how does how does it appear from your vantage point? Yeah, I mean, I think I experience because we do communicate so much, I think I experience what you communicate or what you experience. Obviously not like the same feelings, but I know what you're going through because you both tell me and I can obviously tell when when things have lifted. So, so not just okay this week. No, way better. That's good. That's great. It was. I think it was. Oh, I think for sure to have a reprieve once in a while is absolutely better than just okay. Yeah. I would, I would for sure say so. So yeah, that was, yeah. And we had an excellent Thanksgiving and nothing about that was just okay. It was all great. And I don't know, here we are recording a day early because we have more festivities tomorrow and just feeling good. Ideas. Ideas. All right. Um, what ideas did you have this week? <gasps> I did have an idea this week. I had two. I, well, okay. So my idea was your older sister and her family came to our house for Thanksgiving this week. And they have teenage daughters. And we talk a lot about teenage girls. And we talk a lot about mindfulness and affirmations and things that we can do to help these teenagers that are in our lives. And we were both lamenting that we didn't think that there was a lot of like affirmation type decks for teenagers or for kids for those that are unfamiliar with an affirmation deck it's basically just like a deck of cards they have sayings on them and you just can pull one each day so most people know what tarot is 
in some form. They might think it's like some weird witchy thing, but they at least know what tarot is. Affirmation is similar in that you pull a card each day, but it's there's no like interpretation. Spread. There's no interpretation. There's no like there's no no mystical power needed. <laughs> right. It just tells just, you it's some right. posi- positive message. Right. So I have one affirmation deck that was written by Aaron Brown, who's the author of a book called Sovereign, and the entire affirmation deck is quotes from or or just her expounding on ideas from the book um they were sort of sold as companion pieces uh i like it a lot it's nice i'm not tara was fine um and i i sort of think that there will maybe be a time and a place in my life for tarot but it's not right now and but affirmation decks are great and so we had this we were talking about it and i was like that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna make an affirmation deck because why not I can right. make a deck. Yeah. So and I started. We, we have a lot of things that we, we do say have a to lot of things already. We do. Not enough things to make a whole deck. So I've been over the last few days just like kind of writing things down as I've thought of them and we'll bounce them off people and sort of see. But then today when I was meditating, I had the thought, which I often have, which is there is literally nothing original in the world anymore. Everything that is being done is just being redone what someone else has done. That thought came from the fact that I was using the Sam Harris uh, meditation app and I've used and done enough meditation to know that literally every sentence that he is saying, like down to like the, when you find that your mind wanders, no judgment. Like, I mean, these are just like the typical things that are said. And I was like, he, I don't begrudge anyone that does their own thing that's like even though there's 10,000 meditation apps that all sound exactly the same I'm going to do my own but I don't find myself to be someone that needs to do original content like that I always and I've talked about this before I think that like being an aggregator like I don't need to create it because it already exists but if someone asks me for it I can point them in the right direction it's why I don't write exercise programs it's why I don't use original programming when I train people because I don't think that I can do it better than it's already been done. Right. I mean, you'll, you will definitely like iterate and adjust from those programs. Sure. Because every person is specific, like every person has their own specific needs, but I don't need to create a whole new thing. I don't have a desire to, I don't think I need to. Um, it's just not what's in me. And I, so the affirmate, like there are actually, I of course then go onto Amazon and search teen and kid affirmation decks and they exist. So now I'm having this feeling of like, I don't really need to create it because it does actually already exist. So that but was my idea. Anyway. <laughs> I figured that you would say that. Right. I mean, I just to give yourself the outlet, you saw the need, you have things to say. But the need isn't what I thought it was because it actually does exist. But it only matters if other people need it, not if you just need it. Okay. But other pe- but I can point the people that need it towards the place that it already exists. Okay. Yeah. I would really like to see your affirmation deck. I know you would. We'll see. I, I mean, I got stuff written down in the back of the book. We'll, we'll see where it goes. Okay. So part of why I work as an affirming person is because the people that I am doing work with know me and I am in I have a relationship with them. Right. So I don't know how well that translates to a deck 
for people that potentially don't know me. But for people who don't know me. Well, who cares about them? I don't the know. The need <laughs> is for the people that do know you, that you know that they need a deck. Uh, I don't know. And if you are affirming, then they can have you all the time, not just when you're with them. Okay. For those people, I will do a deck. All right. Perfect. <laughs> What were your ideas? I didn't have any ideas. None? <laughs> I, I haven't written, so if I don't write, I don't think. So um. I can't really give any ideas. I really have had very few ideas lately at all. But I, again, I think that's because I'm not writing as much. Right. Did you have another idea? I don't think so. No. Nothing that was... Oh, I will share Kelsey's idea. Okay. So... On Pie Night, the official holiday of Pie Night, which is the day before Thanksgiving, we had some people over to eat pie. Kelsey was one of those people that came over. And her idea was, and this is sort of like in the incorporation of trying to do like the lives and stuff, Instagram Live, Facebook Live, whatever it is, that we do a live processing. And she was, I think when she was... giving me the example or explaining her idea is what I should say. She was thinking that she would come up with the topic of what she would work with the two of us as a therapist. She would work with the two of us through processing, whatever it is. And then her husband, Mike upped the ante and said, no, the audience, whoever it is that's participating live in this should be the ones to pick the topic. Speaking of which, Tim is joining us. (gasps) Oh, hi, Tim. So I don't know how any of that... Trina's on, too. I don't know how any of that will work, but um, when we go on tour, for sure we will bring bring Kelsey with us to do live processing. I can see all this stuff in my head. I can. Like, I really can see it. So now we just need to manifest it and get it there. Yeah. Is just saying I can see it enough? Yes. (laughs) As I start to, like, nervous twitch. (laughs) All right, that's it. Those were those. I had two ideas this week. Well, yeah. I didn't actually. Kelsey had one. Sorry. I'm cheating. Um, we're ready to get into the topic now. Sure. Would you like to give a shout out to our sponsors who've made a reappearance this yeah this week? Uh, this week we are sponsored by GT's Kombucha, um, who got very friendly in Diana's glass with Maker's Mark. My glass is lonely. But still, Maker's Mark. So thanks to our sponsors for this You do what you got to do. On a cold, rainy November afternoon, um, we needed to be warmed up a little bit. Yeah, I was just feeling it this afternoon when I ate dinner. Also partially sponsored. This afternoon when I ate lunch. (laughs) I actually have not had that much. Also partially sponsored by uh, Growler from Mm. Whole Foods that Doug brought us. Um, Doug for Thanksgiving. Us delicious beer for Thanksgiving. Yeah, that it was, was really great. fun. All right. Do you want to introduce the topic or do you want me to? No, I want you to. Okay, so um, the topic is Dream Day, but I want to preface it with the originator and give credit where it's due. Absolutely. Hannah Retter? Rettler. Rettler. Will you spell that, please? R-E-T-T-L-E-R. I am Hannah... Rettler on Instagram. How do you spell Hannah? H-A-N-N-A-H. Okay. Just so everyone can go find her page and listen to her, um, read her. Yeah. You can often listen. She does a lot of... she does lives and stuff. She does a lot of voice content. Um, 
But something she, so she works with. She's a soul coach. Right. And she works with clients, helping them find their soul buzz. Yep. And one of the questions she asks them is what their dream day is. And she has a couple posts, and it's not really easy to find, but maybe you can yeah, re- post it. regram them yes. so that people can find them. Um, but it's just a very interesting idea and very thought-provoking of what does your dream day look like? And obviously that's a starting point to trying to build a life where you can have your dream day on a regular occurrence, I would guess. That's how, that's my interpretation right. of the dream day. So she asks that, and then she kind of gives an example, or um, I guess it's an example of one, someone's response, and then goes on to say that everybody sort of responds in a similar way. And so I think that our dream days are going to be somewhat similar <laughs> in um, in the in what we think is a dream day, too. So I think so. So we did them, and when we started talking about this, and I prefaced this last week, that we wrote about what our dream day would be. We also wrote what the dream day of the other person might look like. So how do we want to start Why don't you start with my dream day, and then I'll give my dream day, and then I'll give your dream day, and you give your dream day. Oh, okay. I think I can probably do that. Would you prefer that I start? I always prefer that you start, but I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what so matters. Your dream day, from my perspective, includes most things of my dream day. <laughs> but then I have a bunch of extra stuff for my dream day. So well, that's good. Because mine, like, I was way more detailed on yours than I was on mine. So one of the things I sort of regret not being able to do this week while writing about dream day is I, w- I would like to write like a narrative about the dream day, sort of in like a fictional story, whatever kind of way. And I have not done that yet. So all I have are bullet points, sort of like um, morning till evening. But I'm just going to give yeah, the bullets. Yeah, that's kind of how mine is. I'm just going to give the bullets and then we can um, talk about that. So, no, oh, I forgot some things. Coffee is the first thing I wrote. Always. And I think for a dream day, it could either be at home or at. Cervantes. Oh, I didn't get specific like that, but that's good. Um, well, I like to think about that because I think that sets it up. If you have coffee at home, then you can do other things while you're doing it. If you're out somewhere, you're, you, the other things that you're able to do are sort of limited. Right. So um, that, then I wrote social interaction. And th- these are not necessarily in order because I don't know that right in the morning you want social interaction. No, but that's right. But social interaction is important for you. I sort of, I also wrote good conversation. So I think those two obviously go together. Yeah. But some sort of social interaction, because I know that's where you get your energy from, and I think that would be part of your dream days, having some sort of social interaction with someone, a good conversation, like the topics that you want to discuss. Yeah. Um, movement at some point in the day. I don't know. I mean, that usually looks like kettlebells or lifting or bodyweight exercises or whatever. Right. Um. And then I kind of, I started to think about other things that weren't sort of like the standard, like self-care things, which I kind of feel like all those things are kind of like self-care, movement, um, sure. interaction with other people, coffee. It's sort of like routine, which I think to some extent, the dream day is largely about routine. It's about what you want to be able to do all the time and what, what makes you happy and what brings you, um, like what brings energy into your life. So the next thing I wrote is reading. I think you like to read or at least have time to read. That's not necessarily your favorite 
uh, leisure activity, but right. I think it like in the a, a spirit of not just having pleasure on your dream day, but also sure. satisfaction. I feel like reading would be part of it. And then I wrote TV because <laughs> I know you like to watch TV. And I don't know what that would look like on your dream day, like how right. much or what you're watching. Um, then two things I wrote that are sort of like, I don't know, I'll just say <laughs> massage or spa. Um, that's not like an everyday kind of thing. Right. But I feel like that, like forced relaxation or like you go into a specific place that says, here, you are, you are now relaxing. Right. Like almost like a forced meditation or a guided meditation. Um, and then I wrote new clothes. <laughs> I feel like that brings you a lot of joy when you have new clothes. Um, that's so funny and so true. Right. I feel like that's something that, that there is for me, I don't care. Like that doesn't, ma- that doesn't matter to me. So, right. so maybe everybody likes new clothes. So maybe it's not a specific thing to you. I just know that I don't. So it seems like to me that you. Right. I don't think it's a specific as you might think, but it is obviously something that you don't really experience or care that much about. And um, I do. And then the last thing I wrote was good food. Oh, yeah. And I don't know. So, so I want to take all of these things and kind of craft a story about you waking up and the things that happen and like how your day goes and looks. So this is what's interesting to me because this is how I – I have struggled. I mean, Hannah writes about this frequently, and I have struggled for a long time being able to write out my dream day. And part of it is because, I mean, what what does dream day mean, right? Like just your absolute like ideal way that you would want to spend your day. And as previously mentioned a thousand times, I don't love being a mother, specifically being a stay-at-home mother. And so I have struggled to write about this because my natural inclination, because the idea is you're writing your dream day and then you will then build up to living, build up to living it. Like she, she has given an example recently that she wrote down a dream day and within a year she was fulfilling what that looked like. And I don't know how to sort of reconcile these things. And that's where I've struggled. And so I, it was easier for me to write about your day because you don't have as much uh, conflict with being a parent and being home with the kids as I do, at least outwardly, you don't. So being able to incorporate them in to the dream day was easier and when I was able to write yours, I was able to see how they could also be incorporated into mine. Does that yeah, make I mean, sense? I, I sort of left them out, but... Um, you didn't sort of left them out. You completely but, left but them that's, out. But that's not... So I combined uh, social interaction and good conversation. And I probably should have left the two separately. Because social interaction, what my thought was two things. Number one, when you go and coach, and you're having that social interaction with those kids... And also good interaction with our kids. Like, I think that that can bring a lot of pleasure to you and satisfaction when you have positive interactions with our kids. Unfortunately, like, there's no one day where they'll all be positive. So I really should have separated the two. The good conversation is sort of a separate, like, getting together with friends kind of thing. The social interaction is interacting with other people in a way that... um, Gives you more energy rather than taking away from. Right. And I think that that happens when you coach. And I think that, I mean, I think today is a pretty good example, actually, of 
good social interactions with our kids and that giving you energy and a positive mindset. Mm -hmm. Um, They were kind of self-sufficient, but they were getting along together. And so that could be part of a dream day. Right. It's just hard to believe, like, it's hard to put, like, like setting a goal and knowing you're not going to achieve it. (laughs) Like, knowing that that's not going to be possible. No, it's true. So, um, anyway, go ahead. Where where you were going? I I don't know. Do you want me to sort of go? I actually, no. So I actually want to do yours. Okay. Because I think that that, it will... Sort of. Can I make I a know. comment beforehand? Yes. So you said that I don't have as much conflict with the kids, and or at least that being part of my dream day. But that's your, that's your job, like being a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> yep. Right. That's your job. So I would say that my job is probably equivalent, at least as far as conflicting with my dream day. Oh yeah. That your job is conflicting no, with your dream day. That's totally fair. Yours is a is different, obviously. No, no, no. But I understand what you, you mean. You can't really get a different job from right. the, from that one right um, i don't give my two weeks notice and start another one right. whereas you potentially I mean, could i think you in virginia you have to give a year's <laughs> notice but I, I think there is a possibility i only have to have a year's notice on the divorce we could separate and i could be done today i would like a two-week notice though, <laughs> okay <laughs> like a formal letter like stating your resignation to whom it may concern right, well. it's not you it's me <laughs> so i I don't remember why I decided to write your dream day, but um, mine are specific with times because I think that the two of us are actually pretty, um, that's something that we've been able to kind of feel out and define as far as when we are best, when we like wake up and go to sleep and stuff like that. So you, my, what I think your dream day would be is to wake up at six you like to have time to meditate, to have personal writing time. One to two days a week, you might use that time to go for a hike. So it's kind of similar how you said like massage or like forced um, relaxation. The same way with hike. Like I don't know that it's necessarily practical for you to like go on a long hike every single day, but once or twice a week, I think that that would for sure be the way that you would prefer to spend your time. Um, Then. I can't remember when it was recently, but there were some days that you had off work maybe and the kids had school and you were literally like actively parenting with me through the whole morning until they went off to school. Right. And I noticed how much better everything went when the two of us were doing this together. Did you notice or (laughs) was it brought to your attention? Did you tell me? So we had a recent interaction where you and Sammy had some sort of conflict and I wasn't there. And I mentioned that you both act differently when I am there. Correction. I I told you that that she she acts different when you're not around. And you said, you probably do also. And I realized that that was probably true. I don't know what order of events that happened in. But when you partner with me through making them breakfast, making their lunches, getting them off to school, I just notice. And again, I mean, we're like idealizing the entire thing because not every day is going to be perfect. There are many mornings when our, all of our children are completely fine. And then there are many mornings where I'm in a great mood and it's ruined within 90 seconds. But when we were working together, that made things easier. Um So I have that down, like partnering with me through breakfast and lunch making and making coffee. And then the kids get off to school 
and you are able to, if you didn't go hiking, you're able to exercise, you're able to get some sort of movement in, you're able to do your writing at that time, like whatever that looks like for you. And we went to lunch a few weeks ago, like we're trying to do more regularly. And we both talked about the idea that we have floated back and forth for the last 13 years, which is one or both of us going back to school. It was the first time that you had mentioned going back to school in a while, but I have been thinking about it a ton since you said that. And then this week I was talking to your sister and I mentioned that you had said that you had wanted to go back to school or, or not, I won't say that you want to go back to school, but like the idea of going back to school and becoming a therapist it was the first time you verbalized that. Right. And that's what I see for you as your dream day is having a space where after we've had this time in the morning and you've been able to do the things that are fulfilling to you, that you're then able to go into a space and work with other people and help them. That's what I think for you would make you feel purposeful. It's what you would enjoy. I think you would be so good at it. That's what Dana said. Dana was like, he would be so good. And we all know that everyone that knows you and has these conversations with you says the same thing, that you would be a fantastic counselor, fantastic therapist. You would be great. You would just be so great. So that is sort of what the rest of the day looks like. And we talk about at Vices as being this space that we would like to have and open one day that would have all of these different components. And that's part of it. Like having therapy space makes perfect sense there and for you to work there or for both of us to work there or whatever it is. And then just sort of partnering with me through the end of the day. The kids get home from school. They have places to go. They have things to do. We have dinner to make, whatever. Like we're generally do well when we just are together. It's why we're codependent. It's why we hyper communicate because things do go better for both of us when we are just constantly, I don't want to say constantly, but things go better when we are really utilizing what comes naturally to us. And what comes naturally to us is that constant working together and talking to each other and working through things. So that's kind of, that was pretty much the whole thing. I think I had at the end, like I, so right now you come home from work and I'm either already at the school coaching or I go later. And I like that. I like having those nights where it's like, I I'm gone. And so I kind of had that written in for you as well as like, maybe there would be a couple days a week that you would also work at night. And so I would have some nights away and you would also have some nights away and not just like, oh, I'm going to go have a guy's night, although that's fine, but that you could also use that time as a working time as well, the same way that I do. So, as I said, your dream day was much more detailed and thorough than mine. Well, you completely (laughs) changed my job. Right. Or assume that, and I guess I did the same thing, but assume that I did not have to do my job that I have now. But that's the thing is that that that's sort that was her point, no, no, right? I, is working towards what the dream is. Right. It's a lot easier to change your job than it is to change my job, which is what we just talked about. At this point it would probably take the same amount of time <laughs> to change the jobs. No, because again, even if I get a job, who then is taking over for me? What what I was saying is <laughs> It'll be 13 years before all of our kids are out. Right. It might be 13 years before I get enough education to switch my job. I don't think that's true. That's not true. Mm. 
Who knows? Okay, so maybe it's 13 <laughs> years. It's thir- like that's our deadline. We have 13 yeah. years to hit the dream day. Yeah. <laughs> we can incorporate all these other easy things. Okay. And shift all right. the, the big components and for 13 years later. All right. Or, I mean, once JC is the only one at home and in high school, there's probably right. some more flexibility. And I think what Hannah mentions in, in her post specifically is that everyone wants more flexibility mm-hmm. and more sort of like calm downtime. Like, that's what everyone's looking for, just not being rushed, right. not being, like, not having to answer to someone else or have a schedule that says you have to be here or there. And I think that that's why both having a job and having kids, there is a structure required there that you, that that one, not you, but one, the universal one, does not necessarily want to have in their lives. Or right. they'd like to name their own structure rather than um, having structure forced upon them. So right. I think that that is, th- th- I, I agree with that. And that's, that's kind of the difference. And that's why kids and jobs and stuff kind of get in the way of that because flexibility is not always as easy to come by when those things exist. Right. Well, almost the only thing I changed um, when I wrote out mine was just what that sort of that middle time, that, that time when they're at school and that you are working or I am working is what I would be doing during that time. And that sort of is the ever constant question of what am I going to do? I, I had a first this week where I came home from practice and I had spe- specifically been meeting with the girls at practice one-on-one and I had had a couple really good conversations with some of the girls. And when I came home, it was Tuesday so we were trying to get some things ready to host pie night and you were frazzled for whatever reason. I think you were just, you were tired and you were hungry and you knew that you had to, some errands to run and it was going to be busy, like driving around and getting stuff done. So you were just like a little bit frazzled and I gave you the plan. I looked at you and said, this is what you are going to do. And you went And you proceeded to do these things in the order that I had laid out. And you commented to me later, thank you for being patient with me. Because you obviously recognized that you were not in like a clear mental state. And I had the realization and said to you, when people talk about self-care in terms of, I do these things for myself so that I can give to others. For me, this was the first time that I had truly seen that actually happen to me. I had been so filled and and encouraged by what I had done with these girls at practice that it was not difficult for me at all to to give you the patience that it required to sort of walk you through this evening that you had ahead of you. And sure, it was easy for me because it wasn't me that was one that was doing it. It was you that I was sending you on this right. list of things to do. But I just saw how you, I'm not always patient with you in those situations. And you thanked me for that. And I realized that the way, the reason I was able to do that and was also able, by the way, to be happy to stay home and deal with dinner and the kids. And I was, I was totally fine. It wasn't like I was trying to get out of it because normally I would have been like, oh, well, I'll go run the errands and I'll go buy this thing and I'll go do this thing. And then you come and pick me up when I drop off the car. Like normally I'm trying to get out of things. And I think that's part of like when I'm in that frustration, I know like I, what that usually looks like is, okay, so you'll take care of the errands and that's good because it takes it off my plate. But then I'm just in a bad mood around the kids. Right. 
which isn't good for anybody. Right. So it was just the first time that I had seen like the actual, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Tangible, like, oh, I was filled from doing this thing. And because I was filled from doing this thing, I'm able to give to other people. It was the first time that I actually had seen that in action in my own life. Well, and I think you've seen social inter- interaction in yes. general, giving you energy, yes. like raising your mood. Putting me in a posit- more positive mood right. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, this is sort of, I don't want to say an extreme example because you do have access to that kind of experience regularly, but um, definitely extreme in right. the sense that um, the the height of the positivity was yeah. higher because of the interactions you're Yeah, having. so I love that you added that to my dream day in the morning of like having positive interaction with people because yeah, I wonder how that would set your day up. I, I'm sure and it would I didn't, be great. honestly, did not really set it up in the morning. It's just the second thing I thought of no, after coffee. No, that's so good. Um, something that I left out of mine. So I think that that's, that's awesome. So what did you write for your dream day? That's all we got left. Well, what, so yours is generally like mine. It was pretty much like yours. Like instead of waking up at 6am, I wake up at (laughs) seven because that's just how it goes. No problem waking up at seven, but I just don't wake up before that. Um, I had like, no, I mean, yeah, I just had pretty much the same thing. Just switching the middle of the day stuff. Switching the middle of the day stuff. Okay. Yeah. All right. So mine is like kind of like starts with coffee. And I think like it's interesting that I say coffee because it's not just coffee. It's like the the ritual. It's the contemplative practice. Right. It's the ritual. It's the pausing. It's like really honestly like just taking a moment to enjoy coffee is a moment to pause and be present. And that kind of starts the day positively. Because I drink it, I'm like, oh, this is good. Yeah. And like that takes me out of like, oh, what do I gotta do when I get to work? And what do I what else, like what do I need to do next or whatever? Um, or done meditation, um, which is lately why I'm waking up at six is so that I can get to work really early and meditate at work, which has been super beneficial to me, both from a work standpoint and just personal being able to meditate regularly, but also doing it in a place where it's usually busy and a little bit stressful, like kind of brings a different piece to the environment. Um, and so I wrote all of mine down kind of as if I had my job still, I'm not like hopeful enough yet to kind of see right. outside of no, that. No, I mean, I get it. I think that's where I'm sure a lot um, of people struggle with that. I wrote good food down and good food. I don't mean like delicious food. I mean like good food for my body that my body likes to eat. Cause that makes me feel better. Um, I wrote down exercise and we've talked about kind of like what that looks like. I wrote down friends. I don't think I see or interact with friends every single day necessarily. And I do I don't need as much in the same way as you, but I still like to interact with people sure. that I know care about me and that are looking out for me and kind of, I don't know, just positive encouragement from friends, really. Um, I wrote down sex, which was uh-huh. absent from all the other lists. Sad. But that would be part of my dream day, too. <laughs> um, um Oh, so I, I, so the next one I wrote down is writing. And so I guess I do see my dream day as being somewhere and writing and doing that for my work. Like that would be what I do during the day. Right. And so I, I still haven't done my um, shit sandwich day, but I'm looking forward to that once work kind of calms down, taking a day off and just writing all day and seeing how that feels and what, if that's something I'm even, like, would even be interested in doing or if, or if I'd yeah. rather something else. Um, like maybe being a therapist or something. Right. That's fine. Um, I wrote 
nature or being outside. I think that's really important for me. Sometimes at work right now, I'll just take a walk. We have like a little lake and a little like like woods kind of surrounding the lake that you can, there's a path through and you can walk through. And I find that very, like, even if it's just that, not like a full hike or whatever else, I like being outside. Um, I wrote down help someone and I, I just, I think I feel better about myself if I know I've helped someone else. Absolutely. And I think largely I can get that from helping you or the kids. Like there's plenty of opportunities for that. I don't always define it or look at it as that. Cause it's just kind of the normal but I still think it, it is beneficial. Um, reading and, oh, something new. I wrote down something new. Like Aww. whatever that means. Like I like new things, whether it's a new idea or a new place or a new food or new person. Like I don't new people, not so much, but <laughs> new, new things. I, I like new things. So some sort of way to have uh, new things. I wrote down a movie. I really like watching movies and I don't often have enough time or I don't make the time to watch movies. Um, we watched two this week. I felt bad last night because I infused my preference on what movie we watched, and I felt like you didn't really like it. So. It was fine. <laughs> I'm not, like... I've, not to sidetrack us, but I was like, ah, oh, we're going to watch a movie because he always wants to watch movies. And I was like, he doesn't really like this. It was, it was fine. Like, it was good. But I, like, I had to be in the mood for something that isn't going to entertain me. Oh, if you wanted funny, we could have gone a different way. I want, I sometimes just like want to watch action movies. You can, okay, I'll watch action movies with you. I just don't know how to find them because right. like, <laughs> I also don't care about that. <laughs> so I, I don't know. All right, sidetrack, um, sorry. That's all right. Um, action movie requests yeah, or action movie uh, recommendations. recommendations. Let us know. Interact with people who see my work or something like that. So I, w- I would like to interact with people who like listening to the podcast or have read something I've written. Like I'd like that kind of interaction where people are consuming what I'm putting out and have yeah. questions or want to talk about it or are looking for help for something. Like I just want to help people. Yeah. It has and- been, it has been so fun. It has been so fun Yeah, to have this podcast and to talk to people that listen to it. Obviously it's just our friends and family. Right. That's fine. It's awesome. It's super fun. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just great to reach, be able to reach to a larger audience and say, hey, come talk to me. I know I don't do a good job of always interacting right, with because people, we but really, I want to. Because that's the thing is that we really, really like it. Right. And so it's been a great, like, look, we're doing this thing that is inviting you to talk to us. Yeah. Because we come really, into my life and yeah, come talk to me. Because we I, really like it. I'm not always good at knowing what to say and what first step to take when I want to talk to someone. Sure. Or just reach out to someone. So this has made it easier to kind of reach out to everyone and then receive from them and then interact from there. Bonus points when you quote me to me. <laughs> because that happened this week and it was a favorite. <laughs> um. I wrote music. I I forget about music all the time. No, you don't. You listen to music all day. I know, but sometimes then I don't remember it. And I remember. <laughs> Speaking of remember, Heather yeah. just joined us. Hey Heather. <laughs> um I just I go I, I go back and I'm like, oh yeah, music. But that, that's the whole thing, right? Is like forgetting it. Yes. It's part of the system. As Rhonda says, it is not a flaw in the system. Right. Um I wrote down laughter and humor. Yes. That's part of my dream day. For sure. It should be part of mine. Right. 
because then, oh because i will say sorry to interject again okay. but you mentioned that i was having an easier time with the kids today as an example of how things have been going with them and i have been writing down in my five minute journal under the prompts what would make today great specifically laughing with the kids or playing with the kids is what i know makes the day better yeah for everybody for everybody and so yeah anyway that's just laughter and enjoyment and fun we've been talking a lot about fun and how we want to have more fun last thing i wrote was deep discussion yeah just like have like like digging into a topic right and kind of exploring it and tearing it apart and putting it back together and then like also like i mean that has to do with like talking to people people reaching out like I, i don't know i just like interacting with people in a deep and meaningful way rather than a surface level I don't know. I mean, everybody, everybody likes that more. Like that's, I used to think that like, not everyone wanted to have deep conversations and that may be true, but most people want to kind of get into things and want to talk about things. I think most people would say they want to have deep conversations because who is the asshole that's like, nah, weather and traffic. That's all (laughs) I want to talk about. Like nobody says they want to just have, I don't know. I'm sure there's someone who's like so self-aware and is like, nope, let's talk about weather and traffic. I have no other interest. Because you know, I'm thinking of one specific person and I'm like, for sure they would say they want to have deep conversation. And that's the exact thing they avoid at all costs. Right. I mean, there's lots of people like that, but that's, that's probably a, a function of whether or not the vulnerability has been earned. Sure. And if they feel comfortable sharing, they're drunk I mean, enough. It's yeah, right, it's a whole I mean, thing. There's a lot of there's a lot of um there's a lot of variables that go into that. But right. anyway, that's like again, I do want to make an uh, or take time to write a narrative for both of our dream days, just because a bullet list is one thing, but having a narrative and kind of being able to feel the day right. is much more effective for me. So I will say this: I did not get a chance to catch up with Hannah yet because the universe has not deemed it the appropriate time yet but she does listen to our podcast and i want to give her all the credit in the world for coming up for this prompt because it's freaking awesome and i want to talk to her about it and i will be really interested actually for her because like i said she listens and so i'd be really interested for her to listen to this and to sort of give us feedback on how we could narrow it down or how we can how we could sort of look at the exercise differently and what kind of different things would come up for us if we wrote it in a different way or if we were thinking from a different perspective. And maybe that is the point at which we will try to have her on and sort of get her thoughts because I think that it's really, really great and it has prompted a lot of really good discussions. And I want to, I want to make sure that she gets all of the the, the credit for that. Well, absolutely. And everyone deserves to hear her like positive, beautiful voice in the world. She is. She's great. So I met her at Radiance Retreat. I think I said this before, but I met her at Radiance Retreat. She was living in Boston. She had a nine to five job over the last year and a half. She has completely uprooted herself and is doing what she loves and is totally meant to do. And she's awesome. Heather is asking some questions there. Sorry. Didn't mean to be distracting. That's but, okay. Um, um, let's, yeah. So let's... so for sure we will I'm – in, I'm anxious to to sort of hear her thoughts and feedback on that and and talk to her at that point because I think that will be a really good way. We have a poor connection. Okay. So let's pause and we'll move on to um, homework. But before we do that, let's answer her question. Yeah. Say what Heather's Heather question says – do you feel like you have to start with the vulnerability first or is asking questions to a person good enough to get there? I think it's a little bit of both. I have been, so. 
She says, well, she follow up. I mean, can you expect someone else to be vulnerable first? No, I don't think you should ever expect that of someone. Um, In fact, I think that is oftentimes when we label people as weird or crazy is when when they they are vulnerable first. first. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So we were happened to be watching TV, like actual TV, not like Netflix, but an actual TV with commercials the other day. And it was some weird Verizon commercial where the guy was texting his dad. And it was like this super personal, super, super vulnerable text. I did not realize it was a man. Apparently you were supposed to be able to tell that it was a man that his was little, doing the texting. His little picture next to his Okay, but was, I didn't see the picture. Well, you need so, glasses. Yes, I do. I didn't see the picture. I didn't know it was a man. That wasn't what went into me feeling weird about this. But I told Ben, I'm like, I thought this was like, I thought that was really bizarre. And you asked me why. Is it, you said, is it because a man is being vulnerable? And I said, no, because I didn't know it was a man. I said, because it's a complete, obviously, the commercial is not real. I know this. But because I don't know this person. And I haven't been invited and given permission to see this, like, vulnerable thing. So I feel that way with other people, too. When someone comes into a situation and they just, like, completely, like, lay out the mess of their life they get labeled as weird or attention seeking or whatever it is because no one in the situation has earned the right to hear that story. So I think there has to be like a little bit of guardedness. Yeah, I guess when I talk about deep discussion. Don't me take this? Yeah, please. I mean with those people that where we have an ongoing vulnerable right. relationship where we have those discussions. I mean, in general, like it's probably like there's an appropriate and inappropriate time. Like at work, you may not want to get into a vulnerable, intimate conversation. That may not be the right time. At the Unless same, you have that relationship with that person. Right, like no, that's... I, right. I mean, right. I mean, sometimes you just don't have the time or don't want to take the time in that moment to have that discussion. I think what I'm saying is I enjoy vulnerable, deep discussions as appropriate. Yeah. Um, that's a, yeah. I not, that's I don't like, and it, like it's, it is unkind to just shit all over traffic and weather because sometimes like that's all you have in common. You're in yep. passing. You yep. do want to see someone and say, Hey, I see you. Let's talk about something yep. rather than just sitting in the elevator silently all the way up to the eighth floor and everyone's sort of feeling awkward. Not have that that's you ever happened maybe you've done that before? Absolutely. As Adam Corolla um, says, sometimes you just got to talk about the muffins. Right. I agree. I, I agree with that. I, well, the, the problem is with his is that it is it is an intimate and loving relationship and wow. all you're talking about is muffins. So that's a little bit different. But, I mean, every situation calls for a different interaction and different things. Right. So um, I, I do... do- Go ahead. <laughs> I do think that offering vulnerability will bring yes. vulnerability. So from what I was going to say is, I do think that that should that should, with rare exceptions, that should be what we are going towards with people. Right. Like that should be the goal. That should be the in, uh, not even necessarily goal. That should be the intention. Trying to have some deep and vulnerable and meaningful conversation with someone should be the intention. Because because what else is there? Right. Because we all. I forget whose quote this is, but all people are looking for is to be witnessed, to be seen, to be known. And if you can't get to the vulnerable point, you probably can't help them feel that they are known. They are like, you you can't, maybe you can, I'll try it. Walk up to someone (laughs) and say, I am witnessing you in your life that you are a being and I love you because. I think you Um, live in the wrong state. 
for that. It's the wrong state. I probably live in the wrong universe. I for don't that. know. I feel like it's, if you live in California, like Richie, who just joined us. Hey, Richard. Uh, I feel like you could walk up to most people there and Wait, say Richie those and things. Wait, Richie and Heather are on right now. Richie and time. Heather. Oh my goodness. It's an um, Alta reunion. Go Hawks. <laughs> um, maybe I could. Maybe you could. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'll just try it here. I mean, might as well. Who freaking cares? Yeah, I care. About what? Who are you going to walk up to and have it, like, matter? I mean, it doesn't actually matter, but anyway. Bonus, so, bonus points if you do that to our neighbors. Okay. I was no, actually... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> now who feels weird about it? Um, all right. On to homework. Homework. So we already talked a little bit about talking to Hannah, I think that that should be your homework for sure this week. For sure. To talk to her I, I will. And I both will for sure. ask for feedback and also see, like, we need to figure out how to get her I on. know, because that is the only reason we haven't, and I, I will do an, a, a formal on-air apology for that. It really, we just haven't figured out how to do that well, well yet. And I'm imagining it's not that hard, but... No, I'm sure it, it's not. That, that will, so your homework will be talk to Hannah, and my homework will be to figure out how to interview someone that's not in the same room and i also i'm going to continue to work on the affirmation cards that nobody needs that i'm going to do anyway the affirmation cards <laughs> that i need for you to make okay if you need to have a need i need them if there's anything that i say regularly that people think would be good for affirmation cards for teenagers let me know <laughs> my team motto is don't even worry about it because we, that's a good one. we all realize that I say that about 20 times a practice. You could pull a kindergarten teacher. Oh, geez. Shout out to Maggie Gyllenhaal and her movie on Netflix. Okay, everybody should watch it, but there's no physical abuse. You just need to know that ahead of time. Okay, so, but listen to JC. You could use things like Mad Bonkers. I could use, how could totes I use? Totes Magoats. How could I use Mad Bonkers and Totes Magoats? Because I'm just, into that Just idea. write it on affirmation card and it is affirmation. <laughs> It's totes a little magoats. no explanation. Just it can be whatever you want it to well, be. Well, so this is a little Today, more tarot. You're gonna go totes magoats. It's a little more tarot. There is some interpretation needed. Right. JC is our guru, so we should probably listen to him and make affirmation cards on what he says. Pull a kindergarten teacher. Okay. Okay. I, I, or okay. you could put totes magoats mad bonkers on the same card. Although Oof. those those definitely are some sort of YouTubers uh, like. Uh, tagline. Yes. And we're probably stealing it from them. I don't know about my bonkers, but totes my goats, I think somebody but, says that for sure. But that's like, that's, you know, everyone says that. So you can't just <laughs> trademark Sorry about that. my coughing. I need a cough button. What are we going to talk about next week? Oh. So my list says. Well, just you made me think of it because you called JC our guru and he is our guru and we haven't talked about that. Not that we're going to talk about that. I just made me think of what so are let's, we going to talk about. So let's pick our next topic off the air. Oof. Okay. I feel like it holds us accountable when we do it. I do too, but I don't want to be, I don't want to be, um, I, I want to do some, I want to think more about it before we talk about it. All right. I support that. All right. Um, I think that that's, that's everything, right? It's everything I have. All right. I think that's everything. All right. Thanks for listening and thanks for watching on Instagram. See you next week. Yep. Bye.